You're listening to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I'm Emily. I'm Melina. We're part of Your Future is Our Business, which is a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that helps students ages 10 to 18 explore careers by connecting them to adults through programs such as college and career expos, career panels, and other work-based learning activities. You're listening to our show, What to Be, where we interview and highlight the career journeys of inspirational people in Santa Cruz County. If you've ever thought, hmm, how do they get that job, or what is that job really like? Then keep on listening. We would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future is Our Business. Please note that information provided during this program does not reflect this career in its entirety. Today we're joined by our guests, Lauren Donnelly Crocker. Welcome, Lauren. Hi. Nice to be here. And Lauren is the Development Director at Seymour Marine Discovery Center. First of all, can you tell us, what is Seymour Marine Discovery Center? What is the Seymour Marine Discovery <laughs> Center? The Seymour Marine Discovery Center, or Seymour Center, is a marine science center on the west side of Santa Cruz. And we have an exhibit hall where we highlight marine research and conservation. And we also have education programs where K through 14 can come and do school field trips. So what does that mean? We have touch tables where you can touch a sea star. Mm. We can also, we have a touch pool where you can touch two small sharks, which is one of our kind of best exhibits, most popular exhibits, I'll say. And then we're right on the bluffs of Santa Cruz. So you get an incredible view of the bay and you get to go on a docent-led tour to a marine research active lab. Oh, wow. And then can you explain more about your role as the development director? Absolutely. As a development director, I am responsible for fundraising. The Seymour Center is community supported. So while we are a part of the University of California, Santa Cruz, we are not fully funded by them. So my role is to do the fundraising. So each year we need to fundraise about $1.5 million. Mm -hmm. And half of that comes from fundraising activities like a membership program or a gala. It also includes a facility rental program and our ocean discovery shop which is a small uh, gift shop that we have there at the Seymour Center. And I am I oversee all of those. So <laughs> I have a very um, varied job. Each day is a little bit different. Some days I'll be focused on like our membership program, reaching out to members, trying to get more people involved, or I might be planning our online auction or our gala event, which is a fancy sit-down meal that hosts somewhere between 150 and 200 people every year, typically on the UC Santa Cruz campus. That's a big fundraiser for us each year. Sounds like a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. (laughs) And what kind of skills or qualities would you say is important for a development director? It's a good question. So I have kind of a unique way that I became a development director. My background is actually in marine biology. So I started I'm a UCSC alum. I have an undergraduate degree in marine biology from there, and I started my career after college focusing on whale research and different internships, and then I moved into marine science education, and I worked at some outdoor science schools, and then moved to the Seymour Center as what we call the Visitor Programs Manager. The Visitor Programs Manager is responsible for training all of the docents that interact with the public on the different marine science topics and conservation topics. So. I t- I'm coming to the development director job from really a passion in for marine science and education. And so while I wouldn't say that's required for all jobs, I think it's really important for my job as the development director of the Seymour Center, because as a, a development director, your goal is to connect 
people to the program that you're working for. So for me at the Seymour Center, it's connecting people to the education programs. And it's easy for me to do because I love the ocean and I'm so passionate about marine science and education. And so that's kind of a bonus skill that I have. I also went back to school and received a master's in nonprofit management so that I could learn more of the administrative side of the position. That was something I didn't really have experience in before I started this job two years ago. So I went back to school and I learned how to do the budgeting for the different programs. I learned about some um, fundraising best practices and ways to come up with different fundraising campaigns. So I have a little bit of kind of on-the-site training as well as an undergraduate degree in nonprofit management or a master's degree in nonprofit management. And then what kind of jobs did you have prior to being a development director? Prior, I was at the Seymour Center and I was the visitor programs manager training all of our volunteer docents. So one of the cool things about the Seymour Center is we have 12 staff, but we have over 250 active volunteers. So if you come visit the Seymour Center, most of the people that you're going to interact with are going to be our volunteer docents or exhibit guides or school programs instructors. And so as the visitor programs manager, I was responsible for training the exhibit guides and the docents how to interact with the public, um, the correct science knowledge for the different animals that we have, and how to lead the tour to our, our research lab, the Long Marine Lab. Prior to the Seymour Center, I worked in a couple, of, a variety of different jobs. I've had a lot of different jobs. Um, but my goal was always to have it focused on marine science. So one of the other positions I held was a field coordinator for an outdoor science school called Camp Sea Lab, which is located in Seaside, pretty close here. Camp Sea Lab brings students from fifth to eighth grade to to their science camp for a three to four day field trip. And so I was responsible for teaching them marine science. And that is really where I kind of moved from marine science research to marine science education. I really fell in love with the education part of marine science. Um, Prior to that, I had done some internships on the East Coast where I was working with different whale species and trying to figure out IDing different whale species and I'm doing behavioral analysis of different uh, whale species on the East Coast. Well, that's super cool. It's really cool, yeah. So I've always been really interested in the ocean and so my passion for the ocean has kind of driven me through my career. I always wanted things to, my job to have to do with the ocean in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. Would you say that, uh, like, are most of the volunteers at the Seymour Center high school, college students? Like, what would you say? Is- yeah, that's a great question. We actually have a variety. So we have our youngest age that you can be is 15. Mm-hmm. And we have a volunteer that I think just celebrated their 94. So we have a huge range. Um, I would say a third of our volunteers are high school students, a third are college students, and a third are community members Mm -hmm. um, at any stage in their career, either while they can either volunteer while they have a full-time job or retired people. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a great opportunity for people trying to learn about different careers or different opportunities is to volunteer. I really Mm -hmm. recommend volunteering. What is a common misconception that people might have about your job? So I think one of the most common misconceptions about development directors, because they are often focused on fundraising and Mm -hmm. connecting people to different programs, is that we're just out for the money of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really view my job as a connector, as a communicator, Mm -hmm. as someone who gets to introduce people to the Seymour Center and show them the shark touch pool, teach them how to fall in love with the program as I have. But I think sometimes the development director title can 
get a bad rap for that. Mm. What do you think is the most important part or crucial component to fundraising? That's a great question. I think it is listening to your donors and getting to know the people that you're working with. Mm. So I work with people who have been involved with the Seymour Center for 20 years. I work with people who have just walked in for the first time. And I think it's really important to get to know why they're there, what they're interested in, especially as a donor. It's not about my wants and desires. It's about the donor's wants and desires. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to understand what motivates them and what, if they are going to make a gift, what is a meaningful gift for them, Mm -hmm. not for me. So I might have a number in mind, but what, is it, what does it mean for them? And so I think that's really the most important thing is the ability to listen to people, mm-hmm. connect them to the programs, and kind of take your own agenda out of it. Mm-hmm. And then going back to the skills and qualities, if you were to hire someone to fulfill your job right mm-hmm. now, what would you be looking for in a candidate? Yeah, that's a great question. I would certainly look for someone that has good people skills. There is a lot of time where I'm leading tours or I'm in the exhibit hall and you're just interacting with a lot of people. When you're needing to get to know donors, you have to have a genuine interest in people. It can't just be the kind of typical interview to try to get to the bottom of it. You have to have some genuine interest. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then someone with a lot of organizational skills. There's a lot of components to this job because I oversee the facility rental program and our shop and a variety of other of our operations that got to stay really organized. The budget is a big deal as well. So it's important to have someone with financial literacy or the ability to put together budget or or learn how to analyze our financials. Mm -hmm. So I think really a people person that's organized with some financial literacy. For those who are just tuning in, you're listening to What To Be at KSQD 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. I'm Elena, and I'm joined by our other host, Emily. We're speaking with Lauren Donnelly Crocker, who is the Development Director at Seymour Marine Discovery Center. And she was just telling us some of the qualifications that are necessary for being the Development Director. What got you interested in marine biology, marine science in the first place? I was one of those people who were learned about what they wanted to be when they grew up and they were like five. So I think I was in kindergarten or first grade telling everyone that I wanted to be a marine biologist before I even knew what that meant. (laughs) Um, I grew up in, in Southern California and my parents did a really great job of always taking me to different aquariums, out on boats, and just have I just had a variety of different experiences on the ocean. And so I have always been fascinated, I think, with how vast it is. Um, how important the ocean is, how it controls our climate. It is integral for human survival is, Mm -hmm. is the ocean. And then it's also full of really incredible creatures. So there's a blue whale that is gigantic and eats the small, a very small thing. There are different types of invertebrates that you would just never picture as animals. So it's just really, it's always been very intriguing for me. Mm-hmm. So I think just, I was a very inquisitive kid and there was always more questions to ask about the ocean. So it just mm-hmm. kind of took me down that marine science path. Mm-hmm. Do you have any interesting stories related to this job? I was thinking about that before I came in and I think one of, I was just thinking about my favorite part of this job is when I get to show someone the Seymour Center who's never been to the Seymour Center. So the first thing they do is they park and there is an 87-foot blue whale skeleton and everyone is blown away and thinks it's fake or is a dinosaur. And, you know, I get to start right off the bat by telling them, nope, that that was a real blue whale that washed ashore in 1987, 78, just north of Santa Cruz. And I get to start talking about that. And then you come inside and 
there's a bunch of exhibits that are talking about marine science research that's happening right now. So one of the really great things about the Seymour Center is it is just across the road from the world famous Long Marine Lab. And at the Long Marine Lab, they have scientists that are traveling all over the world researching every part of marine science and beyond. And at the Seymour Center, we get to talk about that science and research that's happening now. Just recently, we had a lecture where we were able to do a satellite phone to someone that was currently in Antarctica studying leopard seals. And so we were able to not just kind of report back, but to have that interaction with our audience that they could ask questions to someone in Antarctica studying leopard seals. And it's things like that that are just really incredible to be able to connect the public to science. I don't think I mentioned, but the mission of the Seymour Center is to educate the public about the role scientific research plays in the understanding and conservation of the world's oceans. So more than just seeing the incredible animals, it's learning about the scientists and how science works to learn about these animals or learn about ocean processes. So that's my favorite part is talking about upwelling or having someone come in and touch a shark that is had no idea that on the west side of Santa Cruz there's a shark touch pool or the incredible view that we have. So that's kind of my favorite part of being the development director and really just working at the Seymour Center. And is there a favorite like project or event that you worked on that you're particularly like proud of or? That's a good question. I started two years ago and the first gala that we did, I was really proud of. We do what we call the Global Oceans Award Gala, and we honor a ocean hero that we believe has done something incredible for the ocean, either over the length of their career or something very specific, and we honored Gary Griggs. And when we put together this event, it was I was able to put together an event that was the largest we'd ever done. So we had 206 people. The number that we'd had prior to that was like 135. So I was able to grow the event while learning really how to throw a huge fundraiser like that in that first year that I worked there. And it was was super successful. So I was really proud of that activity. I'm also really proud of growing our membership program and um, some kind of logistical things in in that realm as well. What factors made it so successful? Because you mentioned it was 135 rate to 206. Mm -hmm. How did that happen? We did different type of marketing, um, different type of advertising. We used to just do paper invites for our gala to select individuals that had come in the past, and this time we really opened it up to the community. We sent it out in our um, monthly email blast, which we'd never done before. We'd never put a fundraiser in there. And then we, I can't remember if we advertised in local newspapers or not for this one, but Gary has a big following and we were able to do kind of a good marketing campaign to get people to come. And you asked why it was so successful. So at each gala, we are at the we are not only honoring someone, but we are doing a fundraising ask. And so we are asking people to support our schools and scholarship fund. So because we have students and classrooms that are coming to the Seymour Center, some of which can't pay the small program fees, we have a scholarship fund. And I think our goal was to raise 20000 and we raised 35 or something that it was a big jump um and so that was the first time I'd done that and I got up on stage and asked people and that was a exhilarating moment a nerve-wracking moment but it was really successful Mm -hmm. and then what would you say is the most stressful part of your job I think well the most stressful part of my job is 
has to do probably with the budget. So the Seymour Center is, it's a part of the university, but it's not entirely funded by the university. So we have about $1.5 million to raise each year. And as someone who's managing the budget, I'm pretty aware of we, where we are financially at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Some people in Santa Cruz believe that the Seymour Center is completely supported by the university. So wow. we've had folks that didn't feel comfortable donating because they felt that it was a program that was already covered by the university, mm-hmm. didn't understand why we had a program fee or why we had an admission fee because they thought it was something the university paid for. So I mm-hmm. think that sometimes can be challenging to really just clarify that we are part of the university and we love being part of the university, but we're not totally funded by the mm-hmm. university. Mm-hmm. Did you have any turning points in your career or time where you thought, oh, I want to quit this and try something else? Fortunately, I've been in a lot of roles where I was able to talk to my supervisors or my bosses and say, if I felt kind of the itch to leave or Mm -hmm. if I was starting to get bored, that I could start to ask if there were other things for me to be involved with or Mm. other ways that I could get involved at a higher level. And I had a lot of really supportive supervisors that helped me do that. I've certainly changed jobs. Um, There's sometimes you reach the ceiling of kind of what you can learn in a position. And I've certainly moved on, but I've never... I've never really been in a position where I just felt like I have to quit. I'm not going to make it. (laughs) Have you had to make any difficult decisions in your career? Yeah. I think having a career in Santa Cruz can sometimes be difficult because you're always trying to balance, or I have been always trying to balance my passion for the marine science and the jobs that I want and needing to be able to live in Santa Cruz and pay rent and things (laughs) like that. So I have certainly had to always kind of weigh the pros and cons of taking a different job that maybe paid me less, but was something that would further my career or something Mm -hmm. I was really interested in. I think those are always really difficult decisions. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, I haven't had to make those too many times. There's kind of one point that I've had to do it and I did decide to go with passion and I was able to make it work. Mm -hmm. And so I really appreciate that. And Mm -hmm. I just had a good support system, but that can be really hard here in Santa Cruz. Have you had a disaster happen or like a shark jump out of the touch pool or anything like that? <laughs> disaster? Hmm. No. The thing about our sharks is they are nocturnal. So when we're oh. open to the public, they're asleep. Oh. So it actually works out really well. <laughs> we had a fundraising event last summer where we we were having it at the Seymour Center, which we don't always have them at the Seymour Center. And we had these new outdoor shelters that we were kind of showing off. And it's this beautiful view. And so we were bringing some of our top-level donors to this event. And about 30 minutes before the event started, when we were doing setup, it was like 10 fire trucks that came in and police cars and, you know, the works. And because we were on the bluff, someone further out, I think a surfer had needed to be rescued or something oh, like that. But yeah. as our guests were arriving, the first thing <laughs> like, they could see yeah. were all these fire trucks. And everyone got very nervous. It had nothing to do with us or the mm-hmm. Seymour Center, but it was... Uh, it was interesting, <laughs> interesting mm-hmm. added to the to the event. For those who are just tuning in, you're listening to What to Be at KSQD 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. I'm Melina, and I'm joined by other hosts, Emily. We're speaking with Lauren Donnelly Crocker and learning about her career journey to becoming a development director for Seymour Marine Discovery Center. So marine biology, that field industry is always like changing, I'm sure as you know, Um, especially in this day and age, like have you noticed any like major differences between when you first started out in this field versus now today, especially? It's a good question. I think I haven't so much noticed changes, but 
more and more people being involved in the field and more and more varieties of ways to research the ocean. So as technology is growing, we can go deeper in the ocean, we can study fish in different ways, um, we can use satellite tags to track mm -hmm. animals. So things that we maybe weren't able to do 10 or 15 years ago or we did at a kind of a lower technology capacity, now we can do kind of pretty easily. There's things you can do from your cell phone that would have taken, you know, data analysis of three days on a computer now. Um, so I think there's just more and more people getting involved in it. I think because marine conservation is a really big climate change issue that more and more people are interested in it, um, trying to learn kind of how I think we spent a lot of time trying to learn how the ocean was affecting us, and now we've kind of shifted to figure out how the people and the human race is affecting the ocean. Mm -hmm. So I think that's been kind of a kind of a shift in perspective, which has created a whole other type of research that you can start doing um, to figure out, you know, how are we affecting the ocean, and is it positive or negative, and what what should we do about either of those? Mm -hmm. So you said you'd always loved like the ocean and marine science, and I'm sure a lot of us here in Santa Cruz can relate to that. Mm -hmm. But I want to know, what were you like when you were a child? Were you a good student or, you know? Yeah, I was, I think, I believe the term nerd would be used. <laughs> um, I was a good student. I was um, the kid who kind of did want to read more about the ocean because that was never part of my classes. I didn't grow up here in Santa Cruz. I grew up inland in Southern California. And so... Well, going to the beach was something we did in the summer. It wasn't part of my everyday experience. So I always wanted to learn more. So I'd have my parents, I would ask for my parents to give me books about dolphins and whales for my birthday. And then I was always really interested in science. And so anytime science came up, either in elementary school or in middle school, I tried to get involved in anything that I could from science club or an AP bio class, um, just finding I just really focused on that topic because I was just really interested in really all science. What's something that you've learned or gained from this job? I I wouldn't call myself shy. I'm not shy, but <laughs> I I have had to kind of put myself out there, talk to new people more often than I ever did before. So I think my ability to just start a conversation, just be less aware of are they going to want to talk to me or not? Anything <laughs> like that. Mm -hmm. um, really just the ability to just, just talk to people um, more than I think I was able to before. And then what is something that you wish you had known when you were starting out in this career? Mm -hmm. Or maybe a piece of advice you'd give your former self yeah. when you were starting. Yeah, I think... I, I don't know if I'd give this advice to myself, but I would definitely give this advice to someone who is coming into the development field or to become a development assistant, is to find something that you're passionate about. For me, because I'm fundraising for something that is so important to me, it, it doesn't feel challenging. Mm. If I was focusing on a cause that maybe I didn't feel so deeply passionate about, I can see that being really hard. And so I would say if there's someone that's coming into development or considering this as a career, that they should find something that they're passionate about and try to go be the development director for that. If it's homelessness or if it's health services, human services, anything like that, but to try to go down that route and really find the passion. And it's not always the case, but I feel like the job sometimes follows the passion. Definitely. And then how would you say this job has impacted your life? Ooh, great questions. I think it's impacted my life really positively. Um, working for 
the Seymour Center. So I've worked at the Seymour Center for about five years in the development director role for two years and three years before that as the volunteer or the visitor programs manager. What I always say about the Seymour Center is I feel so fortunate to work there. I get to work somewhere that people want to volunteer and that means something. So every day when I get there, I see a group of volunteers that is giving up their time to come talk to the public about the ocean, and it's just really positive. It's a really positive environment. I work with some incredible coworkers, everyone who's passionate about their job, and so I think it's just given me a lot of career satisfaction, mm-hmm. being surrounded by either volunteers or coworkers that are just happy to be there. Mm-hmm. It means a lot to find a, an environment that you go to. You're at work a lot. You end up being at work a lot more than you're at home. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great. I've just found this environment of really happy positive people and so I I think it's just given me satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Is there a quote or a piece of advice that has helped you in your career or your life? There's a quote that I'm going to try not to mess up. Um, What is it? What is it? It's like people only conserve what they love. People only love what they learn and people only understand what they are taught is how it goes or something along those lines and so I always think about that as people I think it's the really important part of why marine science education is so important not just that the science is happening but that we are here to connect people to the research and the science because people aren't gonna protect things that they don't care about or that they don't understand or they don't know about if they don't know that there's these incredible deep sea creatures no one's going to want to protect them. No one's yeah. going to want to you know, pass bills or create individual change to protect these things if they don't know they exist. So mm-hmm. I've always kind of, at least in the past couple of years in the education part of my career, really focused on that quote as, a, as something to kind of live by. Mm-hmm. Like People are only going to try to protect what they know about. And so that's my job is to teach them. It's very true. It's a yeah. beautiful quote. <laughs> I, uh, I forget who it's by. I want to give you the real quote so I don't mess it up. But... <laughs> And then is there something that you haven't done yet that you still want to accomplish one day? I think one day I would like to be in charge of a cool marine science center, be a director, run my own organization. That is definitely a a goal of mine. Right now I'm still learning the ropes in my job, but that Mm -hmm. is kind of a longer term goal of mine. And then if someone wants to get involved volunteering high school or college students, where would they go to find this information? That's a great question. The Seymour Center website, it's seymourcenter.ucse.edu and you can learn all about the upcoming volunteer opportunities. We have four different trainings a year, so there's always kind of a training coming up. Mm-hmm. The summer's a really great time to, to reach out to the Seymour Center because we have two volunteer trainings in September, so it'd be a oh, great wow. time to turn in an application to learn more about the programs that we have. What advice would you give to someone who's about to go into this career field? Like, they just graduated? You should always take the opportunity to meet new people. So if you are just graduating and you're trying to figure out how to get the next job or meet the right people, there are many listservs out there that you can sign up for and see that they're doing blue drinks or there's a talk coming up. Mm-hmm. UC Santa Cruz has a lot of great events listed on their website. You can, I would just go to those talks, go to those events and try to meet people mm-hmm. and just ask them. Um, we, The Seymour Center does a Science Sunday lecture the third Sunday of every month where we bring a scientist to the Seymour Center to talk about their research and their career. And there's always this open um, question time. And so many times people, high school students, college students at the end, 
walk up to these very famous scientists and say, how do I become you? And there's this great opportunity. And it's just because those students were there. Mm -hmm. So I would just say, go, go to talks, go to lectures, send emails, take people out to coffee. Um, just try to network and meet people. The last question we have for you is what is a thought or a piece of advice that you'd like to leave our listeners with? I'm going to go back to find something that you're passionate about. There are a lot of jobs out there that you can do that can um, pay the rent or kind of help you survive. But as you start to develop something that you're passionate about, even if it's not a job, you can find ways to include that passion in your job and in your career. So I just think I was really fortunate to have this passion early, but that would be my advice is to figure out what you're passionate about and shoot towards that. And the job and career will kind of wind its way to that goal. I agree. Well, thank you, Lauren, for being our guest today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and thank you to all of our KSQD listeners for tuning into today's career story with your hosts, Melina and Emily, on our show, What to Be, with today's guest, Lauren Donnelly Crocker, who is the development director at the Seymour Marine Discovery Center. If you have any questions or would like to share your career story with us, send us an email at whattobe at ksqd.org. If you enjoyed our show, please join us again at 90.7 FM KSQD Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays or stream online at ksqd.org. Thank you for listening.